grab a drink and get comfortable because the real hooligans are about to drop some movie knowledge on your ass. And now, here's Tim and David. All right, hooligans. By the power of Grayskull, let's get this shit started. David, what's up? Oh, Tim, I'm excited for this one. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, me too, dude. Um, Guys, we're going to do something kind of fun today, a little bit different. We're starting a new um, type of show, if you will. We're going to go back and we're going to, you know, obviously we like to go back and explore like Hollywood classics. We do new content. And, uh, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to do, uh, to just go back and take a look at some real shitty movies. Pretty shitty. Movies that missed the mark at all Badly. over the place. And, you know, maybe, maybe some of them had no business being good to begin with, but, um, man, movies like we're going to talk about today, it's like, wow, what was anybody thinking making this fucking movie? We're going to talk about Masters of the Universe. Oh, little He-Man. All right. Um, yeah, He-Man, man, I was a huge fan growing up, obviously, of the toys. I mean, I watched the cartoon, but it was the toys. It was the toys. I mean, it was always let's the be toys. honest. The, the show, to me, was always just, I mean, it was just a commercial for it. I mean, none of it really yeah. made sense. It was just Skeletor doing something, He-Man pretending not to be Adam, or everybody pretending they don't know that yeah. He-Man is Adam, or Adam's He-Man. Or, Where'd you go? Um... You know, he had a cat. The Battle Cat. He was kind of a pussy when he wasn't Battle Cat. Yeah. Uh, anyways, there was weird characters. Weird characters. That was a great thing because you got all these characters as as action figures. You know, they were like the next step after, you know, Star Wars collecting. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, we all cut our teeth, you know, with the uh, Star Wars, the G.I. Joe. Joe. And, yeah. uh, you know, He-Man. He-Man. Do you have Castle Grayskull? Yeah, we had the whole setup, man. Between between the yeah. three other brothers. Oh, um, there you go. Oh, See, I had sisters, so we couldn't amass like a huge collection. Yes. It was just me. So it, it became communal at some point in time, where you just threw your stuff in, um, and then, you know, much later on down the road, we learned about fireworks, and then it yeah. got ugly for for there the action go. figures. There you go. There you go. All right, so. Uh, I'm assuming you have five questions to get us started. You have assumed correctly, okay. Tim. Go ahead. I'm just going to busy myself while you read. All right. Well, this is a short question. Great. So All right. I'm with it. Just go. Toy or game that needs a movie adaption? Oh, man. All right. Hold on. Toy or a game? Toy or a game? Toy or I always shit. I always think about this stuff, except for when you ask me, you know, because it's like you know sure. they had the movie Battleship a couple years ago. Oh man, that piece of crap! And it was just like th- there could have been a good movie to this, but instead they're like it's aliens. And it was did, like no, did, that? did they get that to Berg? Yeah, yes, boy. that's why <laughs> your boy they Peter shot Berg. that down. <laughs> um, man, let me think. I don't know. I mean, because they've done Legos. They have. Um. I'll throw this out there. Um, they've you. done well, it. They've done it, but I think they should do it better. Um, I'd like to have another GI Joe that yeah, doesn't our, involve yeah. the Rock okay. or. Well, how about this? Mine would be. I said before that my ultimate crossover movie would be GI Joe versus Transformers. Yeah. And I would put the Russo brothers behind it. Yes. And just be like, make something fun. Yeah. Go have a blast. Don't worry about setting up a universe. Just go out and make a kick-ass, crazy-ass movie. Right. Because that's what I used to do. It was, you know, my, there was always team-ups, you know, whatever, in comics and cartoons when we were growing up. So, I mean, that was a big thing. Also, Transformers. And there that, were so. team-ups in the backyard yeah, yeah, yeah. when we were playing. Yeah. Why not make it make it a reality? All right. Um, who, what was your favorite action figure as a child? Well... You know, I didn't have a favorite action like overall. I mean, it would probably be a Boba Fett action figure if if I was to name like that one iconic figure I had as, as a kid. But I mean, every line I had my favorite Snake Eyes. Yeah, Snake Eyes was fucking badass. Um, that's that's where I was going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Snake Eyes was fucking wanted. cool, man. I mean, because he was like a ninja, and ninjas I ninjas and swords and guns. Bring me. Yeah, I that's never understood me. why the Joes had. 
the guy named Snake Eyes. <laughs> Snake Eyes. <laughs> it seems like they'd be like, hey, you're supposed to be on this team. And he's like, more, well, he doesn't talk, I guess. So he'd yeah. been like, that was me motioning. You don't get to hear that. Anyways, yeah, I'll, I'll go Snake Eyes, Boba Fett. Probably Boba Fett, I'll just say. Would you rather serve as a conquered people, or who would you rather serve as a conquered people, Skeletor or Cobra Commander? I guess Cobra Commander. He's not going to murder everyone, <laughs> yeah. and Skeletor made it abundantly clear. <laughs> Sorry, I'm choking. Uh, I don't know where the hell Skeletor is coming from and what his plans are. No, he's murdering the planet. No, fuck he made him, that. Dude. He made that abundantly clear yeah. in this one. He, he, he's he's too he's too much, man. Tim. Yeah, go for it. What animal would serve as your battle cat? Mm. Uh, well, I think I'd ride a lion, right? You think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a badass lion, a big lion. I mean, obviously, he's gonna be a big one. I'll fucking ride him like. Aquaman rode that goddamn whale or something into the end of that battle. Just to like He-Man rode the like, battle cat, like, like a big battle. You know, make it as big as that fucking dog in Thor Ragnarok, right? Oh yeah, that Hela rode on. You know, that like thing a, is like massive. A, like that's a like a building, bad, like a big badass lion. All right, that's cool. What What about you? Uh, you know, I think I would want a faster cat than your massive. Monster cat. I think I'd want to go with something like a cheetah. I'm out. Because you know I'm not sticking around for this mess. My battle cat is to get me out of here. Is there anything better than a bald, angry, 80, 80s cop who refuses to listen? Uh, man, is that not the best Did that guy trope? ever have hair? No, no, <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, no, and, and I think that's a pretty good staple for any movie, you know, especially the 80s and 90s. They had to have that that cop. There's another trope coming, and we're going to talk about it a okay. little bit later, and it's one of my favorite 80s sci-fi-ish tropes for Great. costumes. I love it. I can't wait. Was that five? That's five. Love it, David. Good job. Thanks. All right, hooligans. We're going to talk fucking He-Man today, Masters of the Universe, um, just a beautiful screenplay, just a wonderful movie. The the, the cinematography, David. Wow. Um, so those are things I would have liked to have been able to say. <laughs> I, you did it with a straight face. I was looking okay. at you like he's going so, to crack. Man, where do we get started with this? Can, okay, so in 19, what was this? This came out in 1987, at the height of... At the peak of the what? action figure line. Yeah, toydom. Um, man, Dolph Lundgren was cast as He-Man. Why not? He was just Ivan Drago. Yeah. He's big and he's blonde and he's got fucking huge muscles. And he sounds he cool can't, when he talks. He can't. And bless this man because I do love Dolph Lundgren. You do? He, he, oh, I mean, he's a good, fun action star. I mean, you know, he just for what he is. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah. At this point in his career, not able to say many sentences. No. <laughs> Is that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Hercules? Jeez, kind of I don't know, man. At least Arnold kind of leaned into it. And, you know, I, I don't know. He just kind of, he just, how many he, lines he did he it. have in Terminator? Well, I think that was like more, that was four? probably more due to the just the nature of the role. He's playing a machine. And, you know, they limit him, obviously, but, I mean, Anyways, well, where's that's like his first. Not sure if that's fair. <laughs> it, well, I mean, you know, sure. I mean, you know, it's like it's, he he had a few movies under his belt by then. Uh, Dolphin. Anyways, so this is directed by this dude named Gary Goddard. Gary and, Goddard, do anything else worth noting? That's what I'm looking at. No, I don't think so. X Men. Uh, he has a Terminator credit on there. Yeah. The video game. Yeah, some shit like that. All right. Yeah, not much, dude. And, you know, why they didn't go out and get Steven Spielberg or Ridley Scott or some shit at this point, I don't know. Because they blew the budget on Skeletor's <laughs> face. All right. Okay. So, basically what we have here, in a, in a nutshell, and then we'll just kind of flow through this wonderful piece of art. Um, 
Skeletor is on Eternia, and so is He-Man, and there's something about the power of Skull and an eye. Yeah, the galaxy eye. Something. Yeah. It's going to open up at, at the apex of the moon. So, so just all kinds of, like, buzzwords. Yes. <laughs> throwing out there. Like, these are just words that are just, like, right in the screenplay that sound cool. It, it reminded me when I finished watching this of when we watched Mortal Kombat where like they have a board with all of these catchphrases and toy things that they have to work into this film so they're just throwing darts it's man I didn't think they had enough of those things on their board and it was like it was like they were like oh no they were all the worst ones though yeah it was but that's what I mean it was like they who 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 okay so something about and then anyways so he wants to take over the world. Let's just start there. And we'll just get into this. Do you want to start with the opening theme? Can we talk about the credits? <laughs> yes. I, w- I know you wanted to get there. Go for it. Gosh, the... Obviously ins- inspired. Inspired? And like, stolen. Yeah. <laughs> Ripped off. I, I mean, mean, they use the Superman opening credits and the music... And the theme. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they just blatantly said, we don't care. We're going to steal this little template. It's on file back here. We're just going to plug in our stuff. And oh, it was comical. This? Do you know what studio this was? Sorry, no, I was about to cough. I don't either. All right. I can't hear shit. Give me just a second. Hold on. I'm going to. We're back on. All right. So, yeah. So, obviously, you have a great property here that you know you want to take advantage of kids are buying toys let's make a movie and uh you know you bring an old gary goddard and and a and and this writer david odell okay so now apparently none of these guys may have been vaguely aware of the toy line they might have been shown a toy. <laughs> they might have just been like it's based on the toys. They're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've been, I've been to Kmart. I've been to Venture. All right. So, all right. So we got the theme ripped off. The credits. Yep. The titles. Um, how about the stormtroopers? Skeletor had stormtroopers, right? <laughs> With like some weird. They had like little S and BDSM kind of thing. Yeah. Just like I mean, they're stormtroopers. Um. All right, so they have like this fight that really doesn't make any sense. It just kind of throws us right in. And my first question is like, we get into these, you know, they have this this whole array of characters they can use, and we get this fat, retarded, fucking leprechaun dude, Gwildor. Gwildor. Why wasn't this character Orko, dude? From the very beginning. I mean, and it's like, I, I, I get it because Orko flies around and they yeah, just... It's probably too hard to do. But what is with studios and their need to wedge in their, like, own characters? Right. Because I could, oh, no, 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 let's create this character. It'll be like a new toy. And then everybody have to have it because they have to have... Fuck, fuck Gwildor. Nobody wants Gwildor. Every time Gwildor showed up, I was like, oh, God, not Gwildor again. Yes. Um, yeah, so he's like this leprechaun. He lives in a mountain, kind of. His room looks like the TARDIS. He's like a key master. There, w- there was the Doctor Who reference. Yeah. The whole room kind of looked like a the, tar- the Doctor Who's TARDIS, right? Right. So, yeah. And so he opens up like this portal or something. Oh, he's got this key. He's the key master. Yeah, he's the key. And whatever. Opens up a portal, they go to Earth. Let's just get there. So they go to Earth. All the heroes. Well, Man at Arms. Man at Arms. Tila. Tila. Who was uh, the wife in Last Boy Scout? Helen Beck's wife. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, that chick's familiar. Who is she? Chelsea Field. Yeah. Um, it is... Is that canon that Man at Arms is Tila's dad? Is that I don't remember. Is that is that canon? I it is because she kept calling him father. I was yeah, like, is that like a title or is that her dad? Is this weird? I do not recall that from the cartoons. But that's not to say that it wasn't. And I'm just I and don't they just call him Man at Arms. He didn't have like a name because isn't that a Duncan? Isn't again that his title? Is right? He's like Man at Arms. Yeah, his name was Duncan. Is that yeah. what it was? Okay. All right. So all right. 
Where are we at? I'm scatterbrained on this one. So, well, the heroes are on Earth, because why not Earth? Why Why would you want to, to have these fantasy characters in their fantasy land? Why would you want that? Yeah. Why would, you know... So, let's bring them to fucking... Where were they? Michigan? Or yeah, they were like... I was like, Ohio or something? Yeah, Michigan, maybe? I can't remember. They were like, yeah, Midwest somewhere. Oh, my Lord. Because, you know... David, I don't even want to fucking be on Earth. Why would I want to watch He-Man on, on Earth. Earth? No. What? Okay. You have a whole universe up there that you've created. You, you just stay there. And I thought about Mortal Kombat as well, because it's like, yeah, because, you know, I don't want to see cool fights in, like, exotic, crazy locations that are unearthly. Yeah, no, put them in a frozen cage, please. Do yes, that. a UFC exciting. cage with some yeah. ice. So cool, man. Um, good choice, guys. Good choice. Shoot it real. Shoot it in the woods somewhere, man. I don't care. They need yeah. to be like. You need to go like find a balance between like Lord of the Rings and like Guardians of the Galaxy, where because you can't take it too seriously because it's fucking ridiculous. Yes, it is not a fucking toy. Come <laughs> right. on. Right. So you have to have like a sense of humor to it, but you also have to ground it in like a reality as some you know. And I, I understand they did not have the budget for it. They gave him like no. fifty bucks and we're like, we're giving you the guy from Rocky Four and uh Cool. Oh Frank Langella. Let's not discount Frank yes. Langella. Who's like the only like act and he had to have been like what the hell was I thinking? Hey, my agent is getting yeah. fucked for this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But And he tried, man. Yeah, he put he, forth a good, solid effort. Okay, let's talk about Skeletor for a second. You so talk, What do you think of the design of him? Uh, overall, I'm not too displeased with Skeletor. Um, my displeasure with all of the costumes... Is they're just so impractical that the actors can't act in them, and he had that same problem where his mouth would just barely move. Yeah. And you, well, I mean, I guess you're a skeleton, so you shouldn't really have lips. Yeah, so. what's it supposed to look? I mean, in the cartoon, his jaw was all it was always like yeah. flapping, you know, which you know, like especially I mean, when he laughed, made it. it if was you're gonna wonderful. give him lips and make them yeah, move, it was so weird. It was like. I think that they were on track. I mean, I really think that from yeah. a practical, they they had they were going the right way. And it was like the the makeup artist went, "Okay, here's where I'm at so far. <laughs> I want to see, you know, I'm going to add some shading and some color. We're going to do this and give it some depth and build this out and you know, kind of hide this. But I wanted to see what you got. And they're like, "Cool, it's we're shooting like right now. Yeah, no, 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 we're not. It's like, yeah, sorry, bro. Just go ahead and move it. Yeah, it's done." That seemed yeah. like that was like it with everything. Hey, how's this looking? That's the way we're gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Uh... Uh, I did not care for his actual costumes. I think they oh, could have done a much much better job with his Skeletor? attire. Yeah. What the hell was you he know, wearing want, at the end? Oh man, his little gold geisha. What? What? It, I don't know. What was that? I'm kind of Elton John, Liberace. It was weird. With the headdress. Okay, man at arms. Let's talk about him for a second. Man at arms look like a grandpa that like needed a Halloween costume, so he wore his kids his grandson's like Halo yeah. costume. Yes. That little orange flip down like, visor I, I, I thing. I don't know what a Halo is, just it looks like an army suit. Let me wear it. Yes. Here you go, Grandpa. And he's like, I'm a Halo. And they're like, you look like Man-at-Arms. He's like, whatever, I'm Duncan. <laughs> whatever. Just push me Grandpa out there. Grandpa Duncan. Shit. Because <laughs> I was just like, what? Yeah, all of them. And He-Man was naked. What? Naked? Well, naked. He's always just the yeah, chest. The, the I mean, the little pants. And, the... and he's just always just walking around. I will give them credit. They did have Tila dressed like neck to wrist. Yeah. To ankle, no bear skin. You know, but that's you, actually pretty good on their end. You know what they did though? They threw in the wonderful '80s trope of let's put a thong on the outside of your clothes. Suggestive. It, it is. So, the, sure. it, we have to. It has to be worked in there. If we're gonna do. Uh, Skin tight clothes, all of the '80s workout clothes. Um, God, I can you can just rattle off all of the movies that had that that terrible 
costume design and yeah here it is again but I did admire them for you I mean because yeah. it could have just made her look as slutty as they made sure. He-Man look I mean and granted he, it's He-Man's to it's what the action figure looked like yeah literally looked like Dolph Lundgren yeah except without the hair the they didn't hair. I, they should have given him the Dutch boy haircut right <laughs> they missed the boat and on that and speaking of limiting what he did not say much no he did not do most of the talking no no and they were short sentences. Very Let's short. go. Very short. And, okay. Open the key. Yeah. Uh, who else do we need to get to character-wise? Okay, so then we get... The humans. Let me see. He-Man had a sword and a gun. A blaster. How about all of these people suck as bad as stormtroopers yeah. at shooting these blasters? And why do people call him He-Man anyway? I, I, I thought that was only when he had the power. It should have been. But he was just He-Man. Yeah. Never anything else. He-Man. Skeletor was screaming about some He-Man. Yeah. He was just He-Man. Yeah. But He-Man? I mean, He-Man. I'm sorry. If you were like, uh, I go by He-Man, I'd be like, I'm not calling you that. Yeah. So what else you got? How about Adam? I'll call you Adam. Good? Adam. All right. That's nice. All right. Now we get our, our star, the star of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Courtney Cox. Yeah. Look at her. And she, again, probably also thought she was about to be a star. Yeah. And granted, she became a star. This wasn't it, though. But, <laughs> I mean, Masters of the Universe, this is going to be like Star Wars, I'm sure. Because figures and stuff. So, yeah. The nerds are going to eat this up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no... Didn't hit. Not I had totally forgotten she was in it when she came on. I was like, oh, holy shit, Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. It's like I knew, you know, because then like Jennifer Aniston was in Leprechaun, which I was getting really annoyed with my family because they were like, well, basically they just took the Leprechaun makeup and used it for Gwildor. And I was like, look, Rick Baker did fucking, right, I think Leprechaun. Either way, I mean, Leprechaun's a classic ridiculous horror movie sure let's not d- besmirch <laughs> let's not besmirch we're not dragging people through but the mud again, here again fuck Wildor and his stupid ass alright yeah Wildor alright so at this point so we've got Courtney Cox did we talk about Evil Lynn no yeah I was gonna I was gonna get into uh, yeah let's get into his his crew we got Evil Lynn who again What's she doing? She just kind of stands around and is the go-between between Skeletor and anybody else in the room. Yeah. And she, she really takes a ton of abuse Yeah, for all of her efforts. Yeah. Skeletor does not give a shit about Evil Lynn. And... And she keeps serving. She just keeps. She just has evil in her name. Yeah. Like, what's your name? Like, Lynn. And she's like, it's Evil Lynn. Like Evelyn, Evil Lynn. And they're like, all right, whatever, bitch. Um. Okay. So he sends his goon squad. They send the goon squad to uh, Earth. And this is where we meet. We get Karg. Karg. Blade. Karg was fucking great, dude. Blade. And uh, who was it? Oh, Beast Man. And some other prick. What was his name? Yeah, he was. Okay, so who the fuck is Blade? Is this another dude? They're like, let's just make the, you know, because you can't have like Merman or fucking, I don't know, Leechor. Give me some. Some actual. Give me some dudes, man. You have some source material to yeah, work from. Yeah, you have all these action figures, and you stop made making up. dudes up. Um, but Korg, Karg, not Korg. Korg would be from Marvel. Karg is this weird-looking dude. Has this oblong head. It's weird. Really, just kind of runs around just screaming at people because he's sick of Skeletor shit. Because Skeletor does not do anything. He just no. he just sits back in attorney and is like, I'll just wait for them to do something. I can barely move my lips. So, yeah. But I, I do think Karg needs a solo movie. <laughs> what? Yeah. No. He, he needs his own. He 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 owned that 
owned that movie, man. He was the, he was the he was the bad guy presence. I felt. So then He Man saves Monica, or Julie, whatever her name is. <laughs> it's not important. Okay, Julie. All right, and then we have her boyfriend. <laughs> this idiot. Kevin. Okay, when he shows Kevin! up, he shows up to pick her up. Their their dialogue between each other was so stale and generic that I honestly did not get that it was her boyfriend until like twenty minutes later yes. when I was like, oh, that's not like her Uber or something. I just thought it was like somebody giving her a ride to the airport. Yes. Because it was just like... There was no emotion. I, yeah, it was like you couldn't... I mean, it was probably the first scene they shot together. But I was like, oh, that's like her boyfriend. Okay, I thought so they like know each other. I was like, I did not get that from the first couple of scenes together. Uh, but this guy's a musician, and he sees the... They find the key, because they get blown to earth, and then they lose the key. So that's what He-Man and the Masters... He-Man and his group are off looking for the key. The, yeah. Him and the other toys. Julie and Kevin are now in possession of the key. Yeah. And Skeletor wants the key. I think the key is important here. I think the key is the key. The key. That was well played, yeah. Tim. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So now they have it. And I, I, it, make, it emits, like, these, you know, strange little notes, you know, I guess. But why does this moron think it's like a speaker or a musical instrument? I mean, he's like a musician. But doesn't he fucking know better? Yeah. And he just buys in uh, wholeheartedly. And the first place he wants to take this foreign thing is my buddy at the music shop. He's seen all this stuff. He'll know. Uh, yeah. Okay. And that's another thing. I'm like, okay, so you're putting, give me a He-Man movie. Thank you. On Earth. Oh, okay. Um, and then you're making like a key setting on Earth. Like, because they go to this place a lot. This music shop. Yes. There's actually like a fucking fight at this music shop later in the movie. Yeah, Like, it's a key battle. And it's I'm like, insane. I'm just like, a He-Man movie has key scenes throughout the film. Movie. Thing. Whatever. It's not a film. It was made. <laughs> <laughs> um, in a music shop. That's where they went with us. They sat around and were like, alright, so we've got all these toys. We're only going to use a couple of them. Just He-Man and we'll have like um, Blade, but not Oh, we can't use that blade. We'll just name this guy Blade, but we'll make him look like, you know. It's just, whatever. They just made up their own shit. And then they're like, how about like a music shop? They're like, well, I was thinking more like like a mountain and cliff and these epic, you know, trees. And there's like, eh, I think a music shop. Maybe an alley? In a strip mall? Lots, lots, ooh, yeah, David. Now you're thinking. Now, you, okay, you guys are fired because you want to use the toys. Uh, we're gonna make this movie. Come on over here, bro. Strip. That's mom. how. That, that's how that happened. Um, okay. Can we just jump forward to the battle at the music shop? Yes. That's by all kind means. of the most significant thing that happens in this movie. Okay, but can we also talk about how during this scene, most of the time, we're in another room with these people arguing over whose gun is, and not actually with. The Masters of the Universe yes. fighting in the other room. <laughs> There's like five minutes. I'm like, oh my god, you can like hear it. I'm like, would you show us the fucking fight, please? No, it's just blasters in the background because they ran out of money and yeah, they can't just, film it's it. It's just hilarious. It's just like at this point, it's just like, why are we even making this movie here? Uh, did anybody feel like we're doing a disservice to these characters? <laughs> nah, we're good. We're gonna make Star Wars money, bro. And they're like, oh, why didn't you say that to begin with? Okay. You don't get paid till the end. <laughs> you got to stick around for this. Can oh. we talk about one of my favorite little things in this in this movie? Just annoyance factor. They're fighting in this music shop, and He Man and Man at Arms have set them up, themselves up behind you know like a stack of speakers, and they're 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 facing the front of the store where all of these stormtroopers are plowing through the window, and we get four different instances where they show stormtroopers flooding through the window. There's four or five of them at a time. So by the time we're done, we've had, just on camera, at least 20 of these stormtroopers plow through the window and get mowed down by man. Where are the bodies? <laughs> these bodies should be stacking up. The People should be stumbling over 
the dead people, and yet not a body to be found anywhere in the store. I just love that by setting it in the small town, um, and then putting it, you know, this action, yeah, this little strip mall where this music shop is. It's like, and then you set it what at like nine o'clock at night, so there's nobody around, yeah, ever. So like when the when the bad guys, the enemy forces were coming in through the little boom tube or whatever, yeah, dude, it looked like like a fucking Disneyland parade. It was just so cheap and generic. Like they're <laughs> like, okay, we have this street for like an hour and a half. You guys are just gonna march and we're gonna film it and we're only gonna do it once. So <laughs> <laughs> just because like, it was just so fucking. Hilarious! I'm like, is this supposed to be threatening? These guys—they just—they look like a bunch of actors in costumes walking down. Like, yes. It was like they had like you know Main Street at Disneyland all themselves between like two and three a.m. It's the opening of Comic Con. <laughs> just got <laughs> it, a march. It did just look like a parade of people in costumes. Absolutely, it was hilarious. Um. Oh my. Okay. I don't know. I also compared it to it looked like Mass Street during Christmas break because there was just nobody there. Right. <laughs> just <laughs> abandoned town. It just, I mean, it's, and, it, and so for because of all this, there's like no stakes here. No. Because nobody, and we'll get to Strickland now, nobody outside of Julie and, and Kevin, Kevin and Strickland and a few cops eventually, eventually. Because even they think he's crazy for a while. It's like nobody knows any of this is even going down. No. Like, the masters of the universe are invading from Eternia. And not a people. Are, people are sleeping. Yeah. It's just a casual <laughs> They're going to wake up in the morning and be like, was there a parade or something yesterday? Something <laughs> happened to this block? Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Okay. Can we talk about Go for it. Julie? Yes, please. And how She's dumb great. Julie is. She's pretty dumb. So, Evil Lynn decides, I'm going to get this key. And I ha- I- here's my plan I'm going to disguise myself as Julie's oh, Lord. dead yeah, mom. Because this is all going on during the, during the fight. During we don't the get battle. The yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Gwildor's in pushing some keys, trying to figure out the correct pattern to get them back to Eternia. Mm-hmm. Julie wanders outside during this epic battle. Because she sees her her dead mom. Her dead mom standing in the alley in some kind of weird silhouette. Mom? And goes, oh, well, I'm going to walk away from this epic battle that I've gotten myself involved in with these evil and good forces battling for Eternia. Yeah. And go see if that's really my mom out there and I mean alley. I know my mom is dead because she died in a plane crash yeah. you've reminded us like eight times with dad so now you're just gonna go wander down an alley out of sheer grief for your lost mother and then the whole thing that this group has been working with and for the dude that saved you you're just gonna go snatch off the table and dart out the door like you're out yeah. Fuck the rest of your plans, you guys. Sorry about it. I need this for dead mom. Yeah. Just really. Really, Monica? Really? This is lazy writing, Tim. Um, it's pretty bad. So, what? Did, what did, let me see, see where my notes are on that. Oh, yeah. We already talked about that. He-Man had a hoverboard. We didn't talk about He-Man's hoverboard earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's totally rocking the Green Goblin hoverboard years in advance. Yeah, maybe I, I love that he looks the entire the entire time that he's on this thing, he looks like he's holding on to the rail in front of him. <laughs> you can tell that that's been uh, CGI, the right word for what happened in this movie. Let's talk about the action. <clears throat> I mean, some of the best fight choreography I've seen since you know. Nolan's Batman films? Yeah, I'm, it, it's pretty high up there. I don't know if you can go quite Nolan, but yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty electric Man, stuff. Just the way it was like, He-Man would approach somebody, and then it was like he would swing, and it would like cut to his chest. Yes. And then show like an arm hit the guy with the sword. I mean, it was just like, wow, Dolph K. 
can't even do his own fight stuff here. Well, it's because they made that fucking sword nine feet long and 800 yeah. pounds. How and can I mean, anybody yeah. swing that thing it's, around? It, I mean, you know, that's that's on them. That's what I'm I, saying. This I, is, I agree. It, it's, a, it's a teamwork effort, David. I'm not blaming you Dolph. Know, oh, yeah. Well... I'm blaming the prop master who couldn't make a fake sword that weighs no pounds. And, I, and I'm sure that was, you know, an editing thing where they, you know, sure. they're like, oh, my God, these fights look fucking terrible. And they're like, just cut to his chest or like his shoulder or show his foot. Because it was like they just kept showing like, you know, just like cut in on him. And it was just like, Muscle. what is this? What's going on? The uh, the, the the in battle with um, with Palpatine. The laser or the lightning fingers, and when they actually oh, yeah. started fighting, uh, it, it wasn't too terrible. I mean, he had some cone in the barbarian sword swinging. It was all right. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I did think their fight was a little bit better. I'm trying to figure out where I am in my notes here. I had a lot of great quips. Okay. Well, no, we're just. Where are we? We're just. Where are we? Are they? Were they back in attorney? Attorney now? Uh, well, the the end of the fight at the music store. Uh, Gwildor, oh yeah, when he recognizes the melody, he's like, he's the like, musician knows yeah, it. he's like, I've heard this before, and he, he says something about like, if I hear it, yeah, a couple of times, I just I can got this just thing where I can, I'm like, dude, fucking everybody has that. You idiot. Yes. it's called a memory. Yes. dipshit. So so he goes and gets the 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 synthesizer. They they rig it up and uh, they get back to Eternia right at the time. The great galaxy eye thing is about to open oh. and give Skeletor all of the power. He Dude. wants the power of Grayskull. Yeah. Dude, and he is he is super crazy about some power. I guess I always thought that the pow- the Grayskull thing was like an inheritance thing that he he man had through his family lineage cuz wasn't his king his dad yeah, king. king Randor or whatever. Yeah. I thought it was something from the Sorcerer Supreme. So, yeah, I'm just like you don't. You're not even like we didn't even mention her. She locked in a force field. Oh yeah, the Sorcerer. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She served no purpose. No, at all. she didn't get to do much. They're like, there's a sorceress, and we're gonna put her on pause for the rest of the movie, and then we'll yeah, wake her up they later. off that bitch. Yeah, we'll just we'll bring her in later. But there's a sorceress. That's another toy. I guess they did sneak that one in there, David. They did. Um, yeah. So yeah, they get back to Eternia, and um, now Skeletor has. Did he? He he had He Man's sword, right? That was the whole thing. Is He Man had to come with him, that so he wouldn't fuck with Earth anymore. He's like, come with me, and he was like, okay, okay, <laughs> let's go. And uh, yeah, so blah blah blah. That Skeletor has the power of Grayskull now. Yeah, and it gave him this sweet. Gold. He looked like. An, I don't even know what's it. He looked like an Egyptian priest. I mean, really. I mean, it was just weird. It was yeah, like, it was why weird. are we going with this gold chainmail slash samurai slash I don't know ceremonial? It was just such a weird take. I mean, why couldn't I don't know? I mean, I could think of some cool ways that Skeletor could look badass, but yeah. They didn't they think didn't of those me. ways. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was only 11 at the time. Again, I, that's, I'm probably exactly who they should have been asked because they could have called me. And I've been like, actually, I was just thinking about this the other day. Yes, I've been thinking about <laughs> it for an extended period of I was time. Just, I was just playing with my toys in the backyard going, what if there was a movie? <clears throat> All right. So they have a fight. Oh, wait, 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 wait. When does He-Man get? Because that when He-Man gets, that's like, that's like somebody reminded them, oh, oh, dude, you have to work out a... I have the power. And how forced and posed and just ridiculous was that? When Absolutely. And Skeletor just stand there and watches. Oh, so he gets it. He King Arthur's this thing. He It's in some secure machine thing that Skeletor has right. next to his throne. And He-Man just walks up and rips it out of this thing. And uh, then drops the I have the power. There's no lead up or build in or nothing. It's just 
All of a sudden, he's just screaming about, now I have the power. All of a sudden, the movie's almost over. He-Man has to say it, because Skeletor's already done it. Yeah, he's already got the power. And, you know, I'm just like, do they know that the whole thing was supposed to be, it's like Superman, kind of a Superman kind of a thing? Yeah. No, they don't. Like, they could have done all kinds of things. I mean, obviously, he's not an actor. So, it's like, you know, they can't have him change into, I mean, be Adam on Earth. Yeah. I mean, you know, which is, I mean, again, and that kind of what Thor is. Like, it it works. Pretending, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I guess that is kind of the, you know, maybe, maybe more than Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe it's that Ragnarok feel. Yeah. Like, if you told me Taika Waititi was going to do He-Man, I'd be like, all right, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is what was missing the first okay. time. But, you know, I mean, you just see what I'm saying. It's like you, you have to find somebody that can be like, all right, man, you got to give me some money. You know, we need to make Castle Grayskull fucking cool. Right. We People have to should make, want to be there. Yeah, we have to make it something that, you know, wars are being fought over, you know, this castle and this sword and, you know, this mysterious... I don't know. This mysterious warrior that shows up Look, looks strangely him. like Prince Adam, but he's yeah. not. It's like I, vaguely familiar. It's like, you know, it's the, and then obviously it becomes who do you cast as that character? Because yeah. I, I think you have to play the because Thor had always had the, the Donald Blake aspect that they never um, embraced with yeah. their movies. You know how it was the guy that found the pe- the hammer and he. Which I think at one point uh, Thor was wearing a name tag, I think. It's a <laughs> Donald Blake or something. But, you know, I mean, I think with He-Man, I think it would be more fun to embrace that duality of the character. He doesn't need to just be He-Man. No. That's not the point of He-Man. And also never call him He-Man. Like like Captain Marvel. How it was the movie was Captain Marvel, yet they've never I mean, once called her Captain Marvel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, because it's just like every time... Man at Arms said He Man. It was like, dude, that is just, yeah, little, yeah, little cringe. It, it, yeah, it's a little gross. <laughs> gross. That's a, that's a good good way to describe that. You know, and if you guys are that way, there's nothing wrong with that. But you guys are making it gross, and uh, <laughs> that's a little gross, Grandpa, with your kids' Halo. Co- you know, it's just it's all very weird. You're you're with your daughter. You're calling him He Man. This is not okay. <laughs> Just, At all. This is it's just inappropriate, you know what I mean? Um I don't know, man. So it's like I'd love to see someone take a crack at it. But I'm I'm all for it. You know, I mean again it's like I don't know. I I think well, it's funny because I was almost gonna say David Wingard might be your the bottom line of where you'd go because I think he could get it, but he's the one that's doing the Thundercats movie. Is that going to be fun? Uh, that's another one where it's like, good fucking luck, dude. Cats just happened. People are not going to be cool yeah, with cat people. No, no. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean the backlash was re- vicious. You with have that to one. really blow us the fuck away with your cat people to make anybody forget cats. It, they're just going to be like, it's cats with swords. I mean, good luck. I'd love to see it. I, I, Thundercats was another one that I, you know, it was just, it was just always just so weird and. You know, but again, if you're watching He-Man, you're watching Thundercats too. You know what I mean? Yeah, all inclusive. Um, so I don't, you know, it's like, you know, who would you cast? Is there anybody you cast, or do you hope to find your Chris Hemsworth somewhere? Because he was like nobody before Thor. He did Star Trek, and yeah. he, he he had he was doing when Star Trek came out. We knew he had been cast as. Thor. Mighty Thor. Yeah, so it was like I remember going to see that. I was like, all right, this guy here at the beginning is, you know, Thor. So let's see if he can act. Chris yeah. Hemsworth can act, and they got lucky. You know what I mean? Yes. They got lucky because he's got a personality, and he's, he's got some charisma. He's got, yeah, he's very, he's got very good on-screen presence. Uh, he can handle action, and he looks good in the ridiculous clothes that he, he wears. You know? Oh no, he definitely looks yeah. the part. Yeah, he look. You know, so it's like you have to find somebody. But they struggled finding that balance because if you go back and watch that first Thor movie, that hair, that beard, and all, oh, yeah. just, it's all like eesh. Yes, <laughs> it's kind of cringeworthy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, and even they had to work it. into it. Um, so it's like I don't know. Yeah, what's He Man's look? It's like you know, obviously you don't really go with that Dutch boy haircut. You know, 
Um, but you know, you got. You know, I do you, hope, but, I hope they but do. do you, but you had stick with that weird armored X chest plane he has, where it's like, do you think this is protecting you, dude? Because I could stab you in your side and kill you right now. Sure. I mean, it's more for looks, Tim. It so just looks like, cool. You know, it's like, how do you? I mean, he just got to be in the, you know, the Mr. Beast guy. And then it's like, how do you make that sword make sense? You know, where's that power coming? What does that mean? Okay, if he's if he's Prince Adam of Eternia, of, you know. I think you've got to work that into yeah, you, you, you an have, explanation. You have to have some the, story yeah. writers and some, some creative people sit down and answer these questions and say the answers out loud. And have somebody in the room that is not into it going, what the fuck did you just say? That's dumb. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to you have to have sounding boards for these ideas because, I mean, this is what happens. You're like, hey, I'm directing He-Man. Cool. You don't have any, or you don't have any money. So <laughs> good fucking luck, dude. He's like, cool. It's set in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> At a mall. Oh, okay. Okay. There's also a part where Courtney Cox, when they're like in the closing, she has has to address the characters and she says, He-Man, Tila, Man at Arms. (laughs) Gotta get them all in there. She just said all those characters' names and it just made me think, oh man, did she just, was she, did she get done with that and just think, oh God. My career's over. <laughs> she was not thinking about that friend's money. Oh, what else do I have here? Let's see. Also, he man no clothes. Tila had clothes. That's good. Oh, and then what is with the end? Her parents come back? Yeah, he returned them to the morning that their plane crashed. And, and she stopped them from going. Yes. But can we talk about this 80s cop that just decided, yeah, we never I'm went, fucking staying here and I'm running this we, shit we, now. Okay, we never got to Strickland. Let's talk about Strickland. Strickland, man. Um, actor, give me his name. Oh, I shut it I've down. Met, I've met this man. You've met him? Yeah. At an award show, I'm going to assume? James, James Tolkien. Okay. Yeah, I met James Tolkien at the Con X convention... Um, here in Kansas City, man, that had to have been like uh, about nine years ago. Um, it was up in North KC at that Ramada that used to be there. It's not there anymore. And man, this was a cool little show because I had like press access, but yeah. it was like really small. So it was like you could really just hang out with people. Sit down. Yeah. I'm- and we hung out with James Tolkien for like a while. Uh, I do have a, I've got a picture with him somewhere. Um, he called me a slacker. Yeah? Yeah. He's that, great. That sounds um, about right. Anyway, we'll talk about Connex sometime. That was a fucking great experience. Um, but yeah, he shows up. He's the cop. He's, he, he's investigating, uh, Julian, uh, Kevin's shenanigans early on. Yes. And just, he's, he's the, the burning of the high school. He, he won't leave it alone. He's, he's upset. Uh, yeah. He, <laughs> And then he like turns all he gets all Rambo and tries to get other cops involved, but it it's like the game of they were they were just here. I swear there was this big army. They were like marching down like a like a parade at Disneyland, and uh, you know his buddy's like, yeah, sure, buddy. But yeah, you like that dude. Yeah, and, and he's very much the same dude in nearly every movie that he's in, and it's perfect. It's perfect for him, and his big bald head and his menacing voice. Uh, it works. It works well, but it's it's just so incredibly ridiculous how none of his characters have ever stopped to listen to anyone else in the room at any point in time for what could be a very simple explanation of what's happening here. Never. I just, just fuck all you people. Yeah, the, I'm just well, angry, and I'm gonna do some shit. It's like, yeah, that's just all he's supposed to do is just, is just yell and be a be a menace. God, he has some great credits. Oh, he's awesome. Top Gun, Dick Tracy. Oh, Jesus, I forgot about Dick Tracy. Because <laughs> that's another one we should do. We should sit down God. and watch Dick Tracy. I remember. 
Yeah, I don't think I've watched that since I saw it in theaters. Nope. I haven't. I was like, I remember being like really interested, going, "Oh, this could be fun," because it because I think they had the right idea with all the crazy costumes and making them look like. The, yeah, it's like this is like really interesting how they're doing, and then it was just fucking bad. Yeah. Wasn't it directed by Beatty? Was it? I think so. Pretty. That sounds awful. Pretty. But we got Madonna. Pretty sure. I mean, you know, she was pretty sexy in that movie. I mean, that's true. She was. All right, so yeah, fucking Gwildor should have been Orko. I mean, there's just so many things, man, that just bugged me. It was just like, oh my god, just fucking make a He-Man movie already. Every time he showed up, I was all I could think. I was like, just why isn't he fucking Orko? Yeah, Gwildor. Like I get it, because he can't, can't fly, and they're like, we have no budget. We it's, can't. They're like Tim. It's set in Michigan or Ohio. Nobody even knows Illinois. Could nobody they make knows. Him fly in one time, and then magically he gives himself legs so he can walk around. Well, that'd be weird then. Because nothing else in this movie was fucking weird. Yeah. That, but what would have pissed you off more, not having Orko or bringing Orko in and just making him a dude with legs? Gwildor, man, I had to sit through an hour and forty six minutes at Gwildor. It can't be any worse than that. Yeah. All right, man. Fucking Masters of the Universe. Sucks. Yeah, it sucked. It was bad. <laughs> and not like not like the, like, I, this I, is so bad, it's good and fun. No, this is just bad. I won't go back and watch this again anytime in the near future. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious what... Uh, I'd love to know what Franklin Jella is... Up to these days? No, no, no. I just his. Uh, what's his opinion of this movie? Like, you know, like I, how soon after this was he was like, all right, just take that off my IMDb. And they're like, it's like 1988, dude. We don't know what IMDb is. It's it's like, a well, record. Make, make a note. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you know, what? we're gonna do this from time to time. We got a bunch of other fun movies on our board that, um, yeah. I enjoyed this. As painful as it was, I enjoyed it. Well, you know, sometimes you got to see the bad movies to appreciate the good movies. Otherwise, yep. it's hard to know the difference. Yeah, and the, the, the joy, I'm sure, for you of being a critic is seeing all of these movies and having to, to sit through pieces of garbage like this. I don't think I've watched this all the way through probably, again, probably since it, around the time it came out. I mean, you know, maybe I watched it on TBS or some crap and just Ugh. you know on a Sunday morning wake and bake and just you know but yeah but I would only make it from like commercial break to commercial break before yeah, I decided to I mean. find it's, something it's a, else it's a channel flipper for sure but you know it's like so it's like going back and watching and yeah you're right now looking at it through like that critical eye is just like do you look at it like get all the source material but it's like then again you had that problem with Mortal Kombat and they had the money yeah, and they still just like forgot to put Mortal Kombat in it. Yeah, <laughs> make a Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> Bad news. So I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Real hooligans. See you next time. Shit. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs>